to say, uh, we need to get this money to build our community, to bring this money back home so we can build up in our own, you know what I mean? That type of thing. That's, that's what my, my kind of, my kind of music is stressing, like build businesses, be a businessman, uh, 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 have one wife and no side chicks. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to promote that. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Overall, just, you know, being a better person than you were yesterday. Outside of my house, business is the first priority. Checking for property. Trying to buy a majority. Put food on my kids' plate. Pay all of my grandma bills. Funding my mama's help. Stripping my brother's will. See all of America. Take my wife on the voyage. Saving up, gotta go beat. When I house with a courtyard. However I get it, just know that I play smart It's either you with it or we have to depart Don't need interference, my mind is on go You pulling my coat, then you moving too slow Let it go, let it go, hater, let go Get up on game and go get your own Lazy niggas don't get dumb Close mouth, don't get fed Waiting no about that, cause I'm up early and getting bread you can stay right here if you want to, but I'm on my tread. You see the bags packed? Next, look at my hand. Bye bye, hater. See you later. Cause I'm going off to go get me some paper. Since forever, been a chaser. I end this money like it's my nature. Bye bye, hater. See you later. Cause I'm going off to go get me some paper. Truth tellers, the world, the universe. This is Tell Me the Truth. I am your host, Sunny Days, aka Sun Diesel, Son of the Sun. This is episode two, The Real Gino Maze. Yeah, so here we are, man. Episode two, we made it through. We got uh, the page up www.tellmethetruthslashpodcast.com You can use that to catch us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And we also have the iTunes channel. Appreciate if everybody hit us up, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating, and be honest. We really need that feedback. What you tell us lets us know how we can improve the show and give everybody better content. So, moving right along. This is episode two. The real Gino Mays. This is a man that I have known since I was born, pretty much. He's my cousin, more like my brother. So we sat down. He has a new project coming out. We discussed that. We discussed music, production, artists, you know, culture, a whole long list of cool stuff, you know. And we didn't even I had to go get my kids. So we kind of ran out of time. But at any rate, this is an excellent interview. I think everybody's gonna love it. And hit us up, give us some feedback. I'm thinking Let's about go. the good old days. Now quick they slip away. But I'ma be fine, I'ma be fine, I'ma be alright. Slide it up and let it roll. Let it burn real slow. Cause we all know it's gonna be alright. Hello. Gino Mays, what up, cousin? What it do, cousin? Man, I am just chilling. I am just chilling. I'm glad I finally got you on the show. 
for sure, for sure. Shit, I'm glad to see that you're doing this, bro. Man, you know, I'm just trying. I'm just trying, trying to give everybody an outlet to do what they do and stuff. So let's get it popping, man. What's going on with you? I know you got this new album coming out or mixtape. So t- tell us about it. What's the name of it? Uh, it's 1981-1. It's a mixtape slash album. You know okay. what I'm saying? I got uh, the reason why I call it a mixtape slash album because I snatched a few beats from other producer, producers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes you got to do uh, that to keep it fresh. Yeah, man. I, I, sometimes I get rap, get tired of rapping on my own beats, so I got to branch out here and there. Yeah, sometimes you got to branch out. Now, do you are there any producers down there that make beats that are comparable to what you're used to performing over to to to, to complement my style yeah there's there's a, there's a few man uh mike will he got some nice beats my boy big can he got some nice beats um uh there's a few there's, there's a few right uh the jed the uh the boys that, that's up in atlanta right now uh jedrin and zeke they got some nice beats Okay. No, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of talent coming up out of here, bro. Now, my question is: Are there any people in Manatee County, Sarasota County, that actually have stuff that you can route to? Because I know it's industry people out there that you know. Of course, you know when the industry puts a beat out, it's going to be fire because it has a lot of financial backing behind it but i guess my question is are there any producers in the sarasota Sarasota, manatee county area that is making that fire because i know you got the fire you had the fire since fifth grade and we're going to talk about that later in the show but i just want to know other than yourself who do you think down there is producing fire locally is there somebody like i said all those names i just named because yeah, they doing it. They doing it. Besides myself, bro, I, I really respect those boys. They 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 doing it. That's what's up. That's what's up. So in this particular project, what were some of your inspirations? I know me and you have the track that we did with Dylan White, which I'm gonna put on the website, and I'm probably gonna use it. Dustin, Dustin White. Dustin. Okay, correction. Dustin White. Dustin White. Y'all <laughs> check Dustin White out because Dustin, this guy has an unbelievable voice. He um his his group he actually with a band it's called Muffin Chuckers y'all go and check him out Dustin White with Muffin <laughs> I like Chuckers that. I like that Muffin Chuckers <laughs> hey it's, it's and it's funny because you know what they in their shows what they do is they uh they throw muffins to the crowd in oh, the crowd they, they actually chuck muffins yes they do they actually chuck muffins <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome yeah yep. <laughs> So one of the things I like to do on the podcast, Gene, is kind of allow the listener to get to know the guest on a a personal level. So that will encourage them to, you know, try to pick up the product. So this is your first time on the show. So I want to kind of introduce everybody to how you got into the music thing, which I already know because we kind of did it together. But what what started you down the path of hip hop production and writing lyrics, producing songs? When did you start? How did it start? Oh uh, shoot, man! Very young age. Uh, I want to say elementary days. You know, from beating on the washing machine in, in the laundry room at the house. I remember and, that. 
<laughs> to, to them, mama first bought me that uh, that keyboard that I had. Okay. <laughs> to, well, uh, well, I got to hit you with a a correction before we move on. Before the keyboard, there was the karaoke machine. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was yeah, telling yeah. in in yeah. my last episode, I was telling <laughs> Bo digitally that I don't know how you figured it out, but you did with cassette tapes what DJs were doing with <laughs> records. Do you remember you would take the beginning hey, of the hey, beat and keep hey, looping the beginning yeah, of the beat? Hey, keep looping it. Yeah, and that's yeah, how yeah. we got our beats. <laughs> our, uh, uh, if everybody hey. that doesn't know, we was the rookies back then. It was the rookies. You got to get yeah, up, wake yeah, up, yeah. turn on oh, your TV man. set. Here comes the rookies. <laughs> I done make a chat. Yeah, I remember that. Hey, hey, I remember that. Hey, that's uh, crazy, boy. Killed them. Killed oh, them. man, he, uh, he just brought back an old memory, boy. Killed them. So oh, what man. I remember is the karaoke machine and copying the intro of the beat yeah. and keep looping the intro. And that's how we yeah. got our first yeah, beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your mom yeah, got yeah. the keyboard. So from that point, yeah. continue. So your mom got you the keyboard. Uh, You know, uh, I was very influenced by, you know, northern hip hop. In general, so and 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 uh, I don't know, man. I, it's it's something that that was just a part of me uh, from day one. You know, it was a natural thing. Yeah. And, uh, I I've never been taught anything. Like you say, bro, we was uh, uh, looping stuff with cassette tape that DJ was doing. You know what I'm saying? With cassette tapes. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. Like, who can do that? Yeah, and remember, you used to That's have to great, ball man. up the paper and put it in the two little holes in the bottom of the tape to record over it. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro, we done figured out a lot of stuff how to how to how to maneuver and make the type of music we made, bro. Yeah. 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 We sort of came a long way from there. Okay, and then I remember the rookies, and then I remember the rookies kind of growing from I remember going from elementary to middle school and I remember you getting the keyboards and some of the better equipment I think that's when y'all moved out to Cordova Lakes uh-huh. out in West Bradenton and then from there I recall the beginning of was it the Pentagon or the Imperial Army or bu- that was uh that was Imperial Army because yeah, in sixth grade, uh, that was when I met Jason, and then we met uh, his brother Stress. Yeah, and all them. We started out. We started because bef- before we met them, we we was Imperial Army. It was uh, no, was Imperial Army was Wisconsin- gone. Yeah, because it was like okay, me, so that had you, to be Alex, had Imperial, Domingo. Yeah, yeah, that's so okay. That was high school then. That was high school. Uh, Imperial yeah, Imperial Army was high school. Pentagon was way back in middle school. Yeah, that would have been that's middle that's, school. That's when we met stress. Yeah, that's right. That's yep. when we met stress and Sirius. Who I need to call Sirius. I'm kind of a bad friend. I need to call Sirius. Hey, matter of fact, I seen him uh, not too long ago. At the uh, at uh, Tijuana Flats. Yeah, I see mom. doing. Yeah, 
He's doing pretty good. He's doing yeah. pretty good. I know uh, he has his own business now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has his yeah, own business. Yeah. Doing his thing. Word up. But doing back to thing. the music. So you got me and you as the rookies. Then we went into like a Wu Tang style group with the Pentagon. And then we went like that Hello? times two with Hello? Imperial Hello? Army. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Thomas? Uh oh. Technical difficulties. Hello? Hello? I lost signal. Oh man, he lost signal. Let's see. Hopefully, we can get the signal back. Hello, Thomas. Gino. Hello. Hello. Sunny days. I'm right here, Gino. Sunny can you days. hear me? Gino, can you hear me? Gino. Sunny days. Gino. Yeah. Okay. Now I hear you. Okay. You hear me? Yeah. All right. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but we're still good. We're still good. Okay. So anyways, now we're up to high school, Imperial Army. I think we upgraded to a four track or an eight track. And I remember we had. Uh, that was a. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, uh, high school, ninth grade. That was uh, when we had the four track then. Okay. <laughs> the Taz, the Taz cam. Oh, the Taz mm -hmm. cam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh -huh. do you? And did we? I remember the CD burner that was like its own unit that like sat out by itself. Do you remember that? Yep, yep, yep. That was uh, uh yeah. Uh, you could rip with that too. Oh, you could rip yeah, with back that then. Too. You could rip. Yeah, you could rip CD. Can't oh. even do that now. Yeah, you can't. My neighbor gave me like a DVD ripper like that, but I never figured out how to get it to work and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so so you pretty much had a, a nice self-taught journey through this whole production. Because, you know, writing raps is just writing poetry. But a lot of people don't know how kids from the inner city with no formal musical training can make this beautiful. Well, what we've been doing is since the beginning of time. But a lot of modern yeah. people don't understand like, oh, man, how can they figure this out? And how can they do this? And how does it, you know, where do they get the yeah, concept? Because I was telling Scott, it's we didn't know anything about looping records when we was in elementary nope. school. That was just like. Uh -uh. It was just something figured <laughs> out. I mean, I didn't know they were looping records uh -huh. till I was grown. Because I, you know, I was—I didn't really wasn't a student like that. Yeah, yeah. See, I used to watch, uh, you know, the videos and stuff like that. That's you know, you get that idea of looping. Like, okay, shoot, if I I hear this this clean spot in the beginning of this beat, let me go ahead and see if I can make if I can loop this and how can I get it to keep going? So I had to put one tape in the other side, record it. And then pause, and then rewind it back, and then play it again, and lift up on that pause right so you can catch it. It's it's crazy, dog. How, <laughs> yeah, when you go back to uh, the technique of doing it, it's it's a natural thing, man. When you uh, figure out it's that vibration, you know what I'm saying? Without any, Ooh, he uh, said it. Without any, uh, you know, teaching or schooling for it, it's it's a natural thing. That's 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 when you have uh, a real natural love for music. 
So it's just in the DNA. <laughs> it's in the DNA. It's, it's, it's got to be in the DNA. If it comes natural like that to be able to 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 make a way out of out of nothing, and that's it's in the DNA. Word. Okay. So another topic I want to touch on is lyrical content. I know when we started out, we were heavily influenced by Northern Hip Hop, Wu-Tang, Mob Deep, um, Nas. I really wasn't like a bit Jay-Z person. I was into anything lyrical and I pretty much was following yeah. your lead. So like, how has your lyrical content and delivery morphed over the years? Um, I still hear the old me in me, but like now, since I've kind of, uh, reinvented myself, you know, gotten back into it, I've been playing around more with my delivery, what, you know, uh, the way I come across, um, trying to appeal more to this younger crowd because the younger crowd, they like to, they like to play tricks with their, with their voice. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, they like can't the, just be can't just can't just be natural with it. You know what I'm saying? Like like old school back in the days, like people the natural voice was what it is. So now you got to actually, you know. Yeah, you got to manipulate. Bit, so. and, and I think uh, to a degree that's good because it doesn't make people just recite poetry. You know, yeah. it makes us have yeah. to push ourselves as uh, lyricists and. MCs to embellish our voice and play with our voice. I feel like a lot of people uh, cheat by using auto tune. Um, yeah, yeah, because, would, yeah. But you know, it, it helps. It helps. You know what I'm saying? True. It helps. You know, and especially like, uh, like now a lot of a lot of artists who can actually sing use it, and and it, sometimes it makes them sound worse than what if somebody can't sing you know what i'm saying yeah and it seems like you're <laughs> supposed to use it to actually just to do actually note help correction you. and pitch correction yep. but it's being used as uh -huh. a tool for embellishment and i think that's cool but here's my problem and i'm not picking on anybody um you know i like some of the young shit that my mind says is stupid but my groove bone likes so I'm listening to Fetty Wap. Exactly. Okay, I like Fetty Wap. It sounds weird as shit, but it, you know, I don't know. They figured something out because it's catchy. But then you go <laughs> hey. look at a video of him live, and it's like, man, I would want my money back if I went to see that. Yeah. So that's what that's yeah, what kind of right. throws me off. I'm more like, okay, I don't. I'm not dissing anything you do, but give me my money's worth when I come to the show. Here's an example. Um, and you know what's so funny? Side story. I just dropped off my daughter at school and I bumped into Mr. Fletcher, who is the guy uh -huh. who was my mentor and side man when I first started doing shows up here. Um, uh -huh. Okay, so it's I forgot my point, but um, bumped into Mr. Fletcher we was talking about shows and shit. So anyways, about 13 years ago, when we were all much younger. Mr. Fletcher calls me and said, hey, Court, do you want to do um, security for Lil Wayne? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not no security nigga, you know. Um, but he was like, well, check it out. You can ride to Ocala in the limo, ride back to him. You know, all you got to do is kind of, you know, just be a because his homeboy was bringing Lil Wayne to the palace. It was called a palace at that time. Uh -huh. So 
I was like, yeah. okay, I'll do it for you. Bim. No, he told me, he asked me would I drive the van to Ocala and pick him up. So at any rate, long story short, I ended up not having to drive the van, but he got a limo. So it's me, him, mm-hmm. and his assistant in the limo going to pick up Lil Wayne. Boom. So we mm-hmm. going. I'm high as a kite. Um, so we get there, and they look at us, and they was like, well, we ride exclusive. Now we ride exclusive. So I'm like, uh, okay. So check this out. We see a couple pulling up who just got married to the hotel. Bim. We toss uh-huh. the driver 100 bucks. And we get our own limo and we give Lil Wayne and Cortez and all those cats the other limo. So, Ben, we in the limo is ready to go. Uh-huh. So, after that, all these niggas hop out the limo. I'm like, what the fuck? They hopping out the limo. So, they was like, the limo driver said they couldn't smoke weed in there. Okay. Uh-huh. So, then they get back. Long story short, they get back on the bus. They take their own bus to the show. We take the limo to the show. So, I'm like, you know, fuck them niggas. They don't want to ride with us. We'll ride exclusive. We riding exclusive now in the limo. So we get yeah. to the show. Long story short, I'm on stage behind Lil Wayne smoking like a four gram blunt of some killer out of an old school Garcia Vega. Okay, super uh-huh. blunt. And this guy rapped for like one hour and 30 minutes, nonstop, no backtrack, no hype, man, just him and the DJ. And he spit every uh-huh. word crystal fucking clear. And at that clear. point, I had to break down and say, I'm a Lil Wayne fan. To this, I can never not be that guy's fan because I saw him spit every word of every song he performed by himself and murk the crowd. Yeah. Murk, I've ne- I was on stage and it was just like I couldn't see the walls in that bitch. It was just people going bananas. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now take that. And now I'm listening to Fetty Wall and it's like, <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? Because I'm like, hey, people say what they want to say about that dude, but I seen him spit on stage for one and a half hours, not take a break, and every word was crystal clear. So I guess another question is, you work with a lot of local artists, right? Yeah. Okay, and you produce and sell studio time? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Oh, at the end of the show, remind me, we're going to put all that information out in case anybody wants to get up with you. Um, but what I always tell artists is there's no money in selling records anymore. So forget about that. You might as well give your music away. The money nah, is in shows. It's in but, shows. That's, but, see, that's, that's the angle that I'm going at right now. That's why everything right now is free promotion, free promotion, promote, promote, promote. I want, I want my product in people's hands. You know what I mean? So they yeah. can they can feel me. They can feel me. Go ahead and start loving me and embracing me because I'm coming. Word it's, up. And it's and and the movement gonna be something serious. I'm Word you. up. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a, on a I, look. I, I put on Facebook a, a couple weeks ago. I said, "Watch me blow with a week to week budget." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and watch really- me blow with a week to week budget. I'm trying to tell you, bro. And and really, once you have the equipment and the talent, that's all you need. Because yep. the days of record deals are, oh, I don't even want a record deal. If somebody offered me a record nah. deal right now, I'd be like, I don't need a record deal. I have a house. I have cars. I mean, that's what I, so far as monetarily, that's what I ever really wanted out of hip hop was to be secure. And I'm already secure. So, 
It's, like, it's just for the love just right shows. now. Yeah. It's just for the love yeah. and stuff. So, but to go back to my original question, do you feel like the local artists in your area are performing enough? And when they do perform, tell the truth. Tell you know the name of the show is Tell Me the Truth. Is the shit whack or yeah. is it like nice to watch? <laughs> um, um, here we go. Uh, uh, I say it's it's typical. Okay, everybody do the same. Everybody do the same thing. Kind of you know bouncing in place and spitting. Yeah, and everybody's saying the same thing. It's really, it's really, really no show to it. You know what I'm saying? It's just so, more like a display or a or a what do they call it? It's more like just a marathon of here are my songs. Yep, 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 yep. It's really it's really no show. Like uh, a lot of people, uh, especially you know uh, the locals, they don't like to uh, interact with the crowd. Uh, they, like they're afraid of the crowd or something. Like everybody gonna bite bite their head off. Okay, so, so I, they're just inexperienced. It sounds like. <laughs> That's that's really all it is. It's, it's like you say, like Lil Wayne, he he, he could perform a whole hour and a half with no blemish. You feel what I'm saying? Because yep. that man has been doing it day by day for how many years Fucking now? Like Twenty years, you know what I'm twenty something years. Exactly. So he's been doing it for a long time, and and yeah, once it, it, you know, uh, it's just like uh, wisdom. Wisdom comes with with experience and knowledge. You know, what I'm saying uh, it's same thing with. Uh, that uh, performing, the more you do it, the more uh, uh, natural it comes to you. <laughs> Unless you just naturally entertaining, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you do have those people. And you got some people that's yeah. You do got some people that's naturally entertaining. They can just jump out there and and, and steal the crowd like it's nothing. But you know, as far as like a lot of the locals that I've seen here, you know, uh, they got it's just mediocre. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's, uh, it's it's nothing. I have never seen anything really extravagant. I've heard a lot of extravagant songs, but I, as far as like performance wise, see, and plus I really don't go out much. You know True. what I'm saying? But when I see it, when I see them on, you know, like uh, on the book or you know social media or whatnot, I see the little videos from performances. It's 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 the same. It's mediocre. It's mediocre. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want no mediocre. Don't want no mediocre. <laughs> uh, so, okay, next question. What are you doing to set yourself apart from these cats? Because a lot of these cats are probably younger, I hope. Um, and they can get like a lot of followers just because they're in that world. They're at the clubs, that, blah, blah, blah. Round. Yeah. So what are you doing uh, with your music, your stage show, your internet promotion to set yourself aside from the pack? Um, to set myself aside, let's see, because is is I'm I'm a you know me I'm very I'm very quiet I'm a quiet person I'm uh kind of out of the scene I'm not that flashy dude but what I'm going to do what I plan to do is is really is just you know uh my uh, my demeanor is is i think will is what would uh carry me a long ways you know what i'm saying like my my uh my intentions yeah uh, your energy your vibrations yeah you know what i mean like 
Yeah. Uh, my the music, the type of music I do, you know what I mean. I might have some songs that might, you know, sound like it's uh, okay. Let's get that money, da, 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 da. but I'm not glorifying money in a way to uh, to get people to do bad things. I'm glorifying money to get people to say say uh we need to get this money to build our community to bring this money back home so we can build up in our own you know what i mean that type yep. of thing that's that's what my my kind of my kind of music is stressing like build businesses be a yep. businessman uh 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 have one wife yeah and no side chicks you know yeah. what i'm saying i'm trying to promote that you know what i mean uh uh overall just you know being a better person than yep. you were yesterday you know what i'm saying like uh or you know all these earthly problems that we deal with they they're only temporary just don't stress it just keep moving on you know that type of movement you know what i mean yeah. like i'm on a i'm on a whole different spiritual and mental movement than anything than trying to you know just make people have fun and pop pills and party for a moment you know what i'm saying i'm i'm, I'm trying to throw that longevity music out there that's gonna create longevity life you know what i mean yeah and the music itself will have longevity because in 20 years people will still want to listen to it it'll still be relevant that's that's what i'm saying that's that's the type of thing i'm trying to uh uh i think that's what's going to set me apart from a lot of my surroundings you know at that. i mean there's a there's a lot of uh, uh artists that's that's like me you know what i'm saying but a lot of them don't they don't want to step into uh how should i say like uh if you if you if you take it into like the the uh biblical sense okay. they don't want to step into the world they don't want to step into the world you know to exp to to tap into the world to actually communicate with the world you know I, you know what's crazy what's that? is one day one day i was sitting on the porch right okay and you know getting blessed and i was Word. praying and uh God say, you know, I was I was praying about like how should I, how can I reach a certain type of people at the same time, and you know still uh, 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 give a message, you know what I'm saying, without yeah. them turning and shutting me away. Yeah. So he said, into my conscience, he said, go get your book. So I went in the house and got my book. Right. He said, open the book. He said, just grab the page, grab a page and open the book. Don't even look at what it is, what. So I open I it up. And then and the where it turned to was Ezekiel. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember the scripture per se, but in Ezekiel he's he was uh describing to Ezekiel to go into the city of people and talk to those people because he could speak their language, but God couldn't. You see what I'm saying? Word. Because the language they spoke was, a, you know, the forbidden language. Okay. But Ezekiel could go, go and speak that language. Okay. Meaning, you know what I mean? So what I've been trying to do is is figure out how to appeal to uh, to this younger crowd and the older crowd, my my generation, and it's at the same saying time, the older crowd and we're talking about us, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it does, but we're the older crowd. You know what I mean? Because this is a young man game. 
True. So, but you know, it's crazy because a lot of the dudes who the young people like are the old dudes. You feel what I'm saying? True. But it's a, uh, uh, I don't know. It's it's a challenge, man. Trying to set myself apart. I really, I really just hope that, like I say, the the vibration that I give could, you know, take me a a a a, a, a long way. You know what I mean? I know what you mean because I know within the realm of the music that I create, which is on the same vein as the music you create, I try to also give that same positive, uplifting message to the point to where people used to think it was gospel rap. And I was like, this isn't, I mean, by definition, it is gospel rap because I am giving people the good news. You know, because that's what the word gospel means. So if they want to get technical, everything I do is gospel because all I'm doing is dropping that good news about knowledge of self, knowledge of the body, the mind, nutrition and all that stuff. Uh And I'm, I'm with you. I feel like that's what the younger people need, because right now I'm pretty terrified. Every time I go and look at the Bradenton Herald, it's a home Mm. invasion. It's a murder. It's always an overdose or 20 a day. And yeah, right. since they cleaned up the pill epidemic in Florida, now is there's a heroin epidemic. It's, and, it's yeah, heroin and stuff there. And I don't understand. See, because, 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 you know, those pills got heroin in it. Well, yeah, they're opioids. So they're the, opioids. Yeah. You take, you take away one thing, people going to look for the next and you know what's so funny? Side note, I was listening to Joe Rogan and he had a guy named Dr. Carl Hart who is big into like studying narcotics. And he was saying uh-huh. that heroin is actually better for you than like an Oxycontin because the Oxycontin has Tylenol in it. And the number one cause of liver failure in America failure. is fucking acetaminophen, also known as Tylenol. But I don't know, yeah. but I digress. But I guess I bring up that up because I feel like a lot of the music encourages sipping lean, which is another opioid, you know. Yep. So everybody wants to sip lean. Everybody want to be swagged out. Okay. Everybody want to smoke loud. Can't get mad at that. It's expensive, though. <laughs> but, you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody wants to do these commercial things. But I feel like most of the rappers who are rapping about it aren't really doing it because if you were dead you'd be dead i mean look at pimp c i mean they was I know. sipping on some scissor i mean we was in high school uh-huh. when that came out and you know, he sipped himself <laughs> to death you know or so they say or well, so they say yeah, so they say so <laughs> i guess i just feel like as a as a i'm asking you as a producer of local artists are you hearing a more uplifting, inspiring message from the artists that you work with? Or is it the hey, same I, old trap music? i tell you this. Out of 10, there is seven that's doing some uplifting music. Okay, so that's like, so 70%. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's actually making a turnaround. I mean, you still got the younger ones that, that still do that, you know, that trap stuff, you know, they feel like that's what it is because they still young and dumb and they're but, living that life because a lot of people that was doing the killing were young people 
Exactly. So you think about it, bro. Oh, like wow, whatever, whatever a person is surrounded by, that's what they gonna talk about. So you know, if they if that's what they doing every day, oh man, you sound like you're getting down over there, man. Well, you know, we we like to give all praise, thanks, and meditation when we're doing these podcasts. You know, like you said, we gotta stay oh, stay blessed. And uh, yeah, this is this how we get down here. This is unedited. <laughs> this is how we get. Yeah, they, uh, if if all day every day that's what they surrounded by, man, that's what they gonna talk about if they are doing that that music. You know what I'm saying? And just yeah. like anybody who, who anybody who struggling looking for a job or you know having problems with their wife, you are gonna hear it in the music. Yeah. So it's so, uh, so they're, they're using it, the music. What like it all therapy. boils down to? What's that? Exactly, exactly. That's that's what I was telling uh my wife the other day. I said, man. A lot of these boys, man, uh, they tell me, they were like, man, I'm glad that you're back open, man. You know, I've been looking for a place to come let loose and this and that. Uh, one dude came in here the other day. He was like, man, uh, my, my little cousin just got out of prison, man. And if I got to, if I got to spend my whole check to get him in here, man, I'm going to get him in here out these streets. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's music, regardless of what they talk about or how they sound, is it's expressing themselves. And they get a, get away from you know they 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 normal life for a minute and have some fun. That's <clears throat> that's the way I look at it. But if the message is once that message uh, that word leave that mouth, it does contaminate the world. So okay, now I'll here's I'll be trying to go ahead. Okay, now here's my question, and I just I don't mean to cut you off, but I don't want to lose this question. So do you yeah. feel like it's almost better for them to come in and rap about? the negativity than be out in the streets living the negativity? I'd rather them rap about it, but at the same time, you don't want them to put it out there because that feeds the next generation. You know what I'm saying? The next generation, just like you say, those rappers who rap about it ain't really doing it. Okay, then you got that next generation who gonna think, oh, they was doing this? Oh, snap, they they hard. So they gonna look up to that and then they gonna think that's what they were really doing. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, but so they it's, don't. It's bad. Is 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 it? It could be. It could be bad either way. I mean, but at the same time, it's still a good thing for them to come and release here instead of releasing on the street, like you say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so in a way, they use it as therapy, so they don't have to quote unquote be in the street, living this gangster life, doing all these gangster things, but then they can come get that energy out of them in the music, which is good for the artists. But then I guess when an uh, adolescent child listens to it and they think, oh, well, this is the way life is supposed to be. Exactly. Uh, so exactly. it's like a catch-22. Yep. But at the same time, see, this is why I be trying to get a lot of them to understand. Like, if you're going to talk about that lifestyle, man, do not glorify it. Ah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Always say there's a, there's a there's a flip side to this lifestyle. This lifestyle only, only leads to, to two, two things, either incarceration or death you know what i'm saying just yep. you know at least at least at least talk about that you know what i'm saying don't don't make it like it's all the way sweet and you know it's <laughs> so funny you bring that up because i was listening to an interview with denzel washington have you seen the movie flight when he's like the drunk um airplane pilot yeah when he's flying upside down okay so i'm listening to this interview no 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 i'm talking about training day training day training day so i mean and i didn't like the concept behind training day because i feel like he did so many good roles and then they gave him 
the award yeah. for being a bad guy. Yeah. So I was like, right. that's kind of fucked up. Um, yeah. But anyways, so he's doing this interview and he said the only reason he took that role is because his character dies at the end. And that shows people that the bad guy loses. Exactly. That's, so a that's, lot of that's people, a, good, a lot of people miss the, that. Uh, they just see, oh, Denzel's uh-huh. being this bad guy, dot, 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 dot. But at the end of the day, uh-huh. it all catches up to him. Uh-huh. So it doesn't glorify yeah. it to where it's like, oh, he's this thug cop and then he ends up in the uh-huh. Bahamas. It's like, no, he's uh-huh. this thug cop and he ends up dead. Dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everything turned around. On See, that's, that's, that's what's up. See, Denzel still got a, a conscious mind. Yeah. Oh yeah, Denzel. Yeah, if you yeah, notice, no. his body of work from Ricochet. Remember Ricochet? Uh-huh. With, uh Ice yeah. Ice T and Ricochet yeah. preach autumn. Man, he just has a, a excellent um an excellent catalog. But I don't want to get too off topic because we've talked about a lot of stuff, yeah. but we haven't actually dove deep into this new project. So the new project is called 1981 slash one. One. Yep. 1981 slash one. So what kind of music is on here? What can we, what can the listener expect to hear when they listen to this? Um, it's, uh, me re-entering to the game. You know, I, you know, I stepped out for a while at the Cubs pass. Yeah. Um, it's me getting back into the game, expressing a little bit of me, you know, uh, uh, you can expect more of I'm 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 motivated, more go getter type attitude on it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know I got other motivations than my own. You know yeah. I'm motivated for a lot of other reasons other than my own. You know what I mean? So uh, you you're definitely gonna hear a lot of that in there. Okay. So um, do you? What is your balance of up tempo? low tempo dance tracks in, in introspective tracks hood tracks what what is the f- overall feel and the energy and the flow of the project um i like i like to say my uh my vibe is is like uh, it caters to the uh, the uh the dad the dad of the world you oh, know what I, I'm saying? I love that i love that yeah. already <laughs> you I know what I mean? Already. Like the, the everyday dad, you know, go to work every day, support his family, uh, you know, uh <coughs> try to spend time with his family as much as he can, you know, that type of thing. Um everything everything a man's motivation should be is for his family. So <laughs> that's pretty much what the I could say what the album kinda gives you that feel is like, you know, I'm a family man. Word, word. So you're, it's pretty much a real life album. This is no character. This isn't a persona. This is just you. Oh nah nah, it's just me. It's this me. Is just it's, it's all me. Yep. All the all the songs you know about the the girl songs. Yeah. It's my wife. You know Word. I want people to okay. know. Hey, this is my wife. You know uh uh you you got your wife. I want people to feel like. I want the, the like I said, the family guy to actually feel like he could be a family guy instead of having a. I, I need a side chick. Okay, uh, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So you want it to be I cool want, to be a dad, cool to be monogamous, cool to be a one woman, cool to be a real man, pretty much. 
Yep, yep, yep. And yep. and damn, it's so deep that you and, go into that because why is it? I'm sorry. And to do, uh, like I say, that that business movement. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's, I, I'm getting a lot into that. You know, we we need to we need to start businesses for ourselves. We need to, uh, like I say, my my motivations is way less than the motivations I have for everything else. You know what I'm saying? It's it's bigger than me. It's so, bigger than you. It's bigger than us. You know, yeah. it's bigger than us. So yeah. I I feel you in the 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 want to make the strong man be popular again because i think right now the the man stuck in adolescence is popular right now you know yep. and i think that's why a lot of older yep. artists want to there's nothing wrong with looking young or looking healthy but i mean yep. i'm not a person that i'm not gonna go put on a pair of skinny jeans to look cool nah, for the young to, kids just look cool exactly it's like that exactly. shit is not that's, happening because you know our era if you was wearing some skinny jeans you probably get your ass kicked <laughs> a couple times throughout the day at school you better know how to fight to be wearing skinny jeans uh-huh uh, it's, it's a fashion show now man hip-hop really ain't it ain't about hip it ain't about the five elements you know they done added a new element which is clothes clothing line Whatever kind of clothes you wear. Yeah, and I mean, it's nothing wrong with that as long as it's, not, it's, 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 it's really like you said. As long as we're right. making the clothes for ourselves, we're making the revenue. It's great. But if other companies exactly. and other people from outside it's, the hip hop community it. are making all the money from it, then we're just being profited off of. And check this out. Exactly. Check this out, Thomas. Did you know one of the biggest exports in America is the culture? It's, right. It's hip hop. Hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just culture in general, culture in general. But yep. since this thing started, who created um, rock and roll? Okay, and if you listen to episode one, Attack of the Funk, we talk about some of the uh -huh. originators of rock and roll funk. But what about jazz? What about doo-wop? What about bebop? You know, disco. Uh -huh. Even country music because the banjo is a West African instrument. So when you look at popular culture, the clothes, how people talk, I was uh, telling a guy yesterday at work, this guy's telling me, we were saying something. And he was like, well, you know, um, Courtney, why do you have to say black people invented everything? And I said, I'm not saying black people invented everything. I'm just saying that black people are we the oldest phenotype of people on the planet. So if we're walking, black people was the first people to walk. If we're talking, black people was the first people to talk. And the reality of it is, hey. is there is no such thing as black people because those white people are really Africans also because that's where their ancestry comes from. Uh, so my thing is, why exactly. are you even getting offended when I say this? Because if I say an African was the first person to talk, I'm talking about their ancestor and too. You too. See? <laughs> exactly. That's, see, that's, that's, that's the trick of what they call divide and conquer. They done, yep. they done separated everybody with ethnic, separate every, everybody with uh, economy economics they separate everybody separate 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 so that makes everybody yeah. think they're different than one another that's that's the, that's the big problem and you know they do that's that the even problem. in religion because if you look yep. at all the major religions they have sex like christianity has denominations if you look at the yep. islam thing their whole beef is what sunni and shiite you know two different groups because they're divided yep. and they're fighting each other and that happens in the yep. hood so much to where if we could get away from 
argument, argument. I I'm I got more than you. I'm not gonna fuck with nah. you though. We could come together and this is something else I have to explain to people. Just because a group of people want to be organized and have some self-control doesn't mean they want to take you out of the mix. Like black power doesn't mean white disempowerment, you know, because Jewish people have power right now. They have their own banks. Muslim people have their own banks, Sharia banks in America. So why do black people not have their own banks? Not saying, oh, we have our own bank and we're not going to fuck with you. But if we have our own banks, then we have a leveraging tool to deal with the world versus uh -huh. going to Wells Fargo and begging. You can go to your own bank. Yep. And this your is something. And I hey. read this on Facebook. A guy was saying with all the money in, let's just say, black churches, they could start uh -huh. a black bank. But they take all that money yep. and put it to mainstream banks and the mainstream banks is making interest while, uh -huh. you know, and I'm not saying all black churches, but I mean, it's a lot of cats spending a lot of money every week and still dealing with the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's um, I heard uh, I don't know if it was Tupac, but it sounded like his voice. They claim it was, but he had said this, and I quote: "He said, you know, there's there's over a million thugs in the in the world, right? <laughs> if if every thug donated a dollar, that's a million dollars. Yep, just right there. That's just a million dollars. Now I, I know that there's, and you know, there's well over a million thugs in this world. Well over, <laughs> well over a, a million thugs. You ain't even got to be no, you ain't even got to be no thug. You know what I'm saying? Like people that that that." You know, want to make a difference in their own community. Uh, if everybody just donated a dollar, how much of an effect that would make? A big effect. A big, big effect. effect. But then, you know, the second part of that is having the infrastructure to manage that money once it's collected, because that's what happens in a lot of situations. And I think that's where a lot of distrust comes that's, from in our community, that's, that's, because it's like if I give what, you my money I, and then the next thing I know, you driving a Benz. But talking about we need to do another yeah. fundraiser, it's like, well, what the uh, fuck is going that's, on? That's that's where you need to. That's where you need to build that bank. Yeah, put that money in that bank, <laughs> and then <laughs> you go from there. You put that. Put that. Well, actually, you don't want to. You really don't want to deal with the, uh, the stock market. I had a. Uh, I watched the video of Dr. Claude Anderson. Oh, I like and, Claude uh, Anderson. He was saying, yeah, you know, he was speaking about uh. Uh, the World Trade Center pretty much was the uh, the slave trade center since they uh, got done with slavery. Pretty much. <laughs> That's, so, you know, we, we pretty much do got to stay away from that because that's pretty much putting money right back in their hands. Yeah. So, And I also heard, I know you done heard of Umar Johnson or Umar M. Hotel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. He made a great point in saying that money should stay in any community, not just the black community, any community, because this is what other groups do. Money should stay in the community at least four to five revolutions before five it leaves. Time. So that means yep. it should go to the gas yeah. station that's not owned yep. by foreigners. It's owned by us. And from there, it can go to a little wholesale shop to buy products by us. And from you see what I'm saying? Yep. So yep. that's the exactly. real problem. So and, you know, Dave Ramsey put it like this. He said, even on the family level, you must look at your family as a nation 
where does my nation yep. spend its money? Is the money staying in the nation or are we shipping it all off to China? You know? Uh-huh. So, that's, and that's that's the move. That's because that's the movement that I'm on right now. That's, that's what I say. The the motive the motivations that are bigger than mine, those are the motivations I'm talking about right there, cuz. Getting that money in our community, circulating in our community, doing everything in our own community. That's that's what the, I'm telling you. That's the movement right there, cause that is the movement. If, if we can, if we can, if we can get this music out here, man, and and do something with it at the same time, clean up people's, you know, uh, train of thought, and at the same time, grab them ends to uh, to do things for people. You know what I'm saying? That's the movement, bro. That's that's everything right there. That's fixing everything. fixing home, home, fixing home and body. Bro, that's the movement. That's the movement. So that's pretty much what you're trying to get across in your music. And that's one of the missions of this album. Yep. That's the mission. That's the mission. That's what's up. Now, I, you know, I, I definitely heard the, the track that I was on on the album. And that's my favorite track. What's and, you know, <laughs> tell me, tell me the truth. That's the name of the show. Tell me the truth. What's what's a couple uh, of your favorite tracks on the album? Uh, a couple of my favorites. You know, it's crazy, man. Because every time I do a new one, it's um, uh, it becomes my favorite. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I, I listen to it about a, I listen to it about a hundred times before I go play the other one. Uh, my favorite, or just your top couple you know not one over the other but just what what are some of the yeah. ones that you really like i know it's like trying to say yeah, which buy, which is your favorite kid you know it's like i, I kind of love them all the same yeah right yeah, yeah that's that's how it is i got i got one that i just recently did with uh my boy cleave i like that one it's, it's called um uh dang i got a brain fart uh, <laughs> it's called uh all that matters all that matters. All that matters. All that matters to me. All that matters. I think it's just all that matters. Um, but yeah, that's that's that song right there is is uh, actually like a dedication to uh, music uh, of uh, where we where I've been through with music and and where I, where I want to go with music. Pretty much, uh, I want like I'm saying like I want to get back with that connection with music like I had before, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Cause I, you know, like I told you over the years, I think I've lost it, but I've, I've, I'm gaining it back. I'm gaining it back. And that song, it, uh, it, uh, it's like a reminder. Uh, really music is, has been my life and you know, since forever. So, but, uh, got that one, uh, another one that I did with my homeboy, blackjack, uh, it's called vessel. Uh, that one is pretty strong. I like that one. I like his verse on it. He killed it. Okay. Uh, I mean, just from the title, I'm getting the vibration. Huh? I said, just from the title, it makes me catch a feeling. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, as okay. soon as I heard Vessel, I was like, bam, this is what I would have wrote, you know. But so, but well, well, well tell us, and, what, and what is it about Vessel? What is the song the, about? Uh, the song is, uh, uh it's about, um, there is no other greatness than the greatness inside yourself. You know what I'm saying? Word up. <laughs> uh, everybody looking everywhere else but inside. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. And in the what uh, up, boy? Uh, see him. Yeah. Uh, it's it's more like a uh, like I say, most of my music is motivational for people to to step up and 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 either do something they haven't uh, ever thought of doing, or just you know uh, uh, an old dream like uh, to. Uh, Reach your fullest potential at whatever you uh, want to do and just do it. You know okay, what I mean? so you it's, like the black Tony Robbins. I guess. <laughs> Word. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's just about tapping into that inner potential and being great. And being great, the greatness that you already are. Because, you know, the, the skit on there, on the beginning of it, uh, I snatched the beat off YouTube, by the way. I forget the producer's name, but. The skit that plays at the beginning is of uh, Will Smith. He did an interview. Uh, I don't know what show it was, but you know he was he was talking about uh, um, greatness isn't uh, don't only come to you know a few people that these certain people who make it big and this and that. Greatness isn't everybody. You know what I'm saying? All of us have that potential to be to be whatever we want to be. Yeah. He's just allowing everything else to push it to the side or or tell you that it's it's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I think that's a lot of reason why I haven't uh, uh, been successful, that successful with, with my music, because I have put it aside for a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah, and you uh, know, in life, you know, curveballs come. Yeah, curveballs come. But if... Like, uh, uh, what's his name? Dr. Clark Anderson, what he said is, if you're thinking parallel, all that horizontal stuff should never uh, cross tracks with your parallel thinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, <laughs> once you start thinking horizontal, all that excess stuff, it, it, it hinders you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's so the truth. It, it's been a lot of, it's been a lot. Of, and, you know, the song that me and you did is, is of course, uh, uh, one of my favorites, man. The whole damn CD is good, man. I want to put the whole thing out like this. <laughs> I wouldn't be putting it out if it wasn't, man. So, Come so, on, that. so the whole thing I, is really that heat. Okay, my like, yeah, man. Like because they all give a different feel, a different okay. vibe. You know what I mean? It, they all give a different vibe. I mean, it, it's uh, I think I got seventeen solid tracks. You know, oh, wow. plus the intro. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, wow. I'm, I got. It. I, I was gonna do like twelve, fifteen. But I was like, you know what? I kept recording. I was like, oh man, I gotta add this one too. Sound good. But you know, I really what it really what it was is I was trying to do more features on it. See, I, you know, me, I, I'm I'm kind of hard on featuring people. I'm yeah. very picky about featuring people. Well, you gotta be. So yeah. So what I did was I, I said, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and put a few people on here that I actually like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, like I not not saying that I don't like everybody, but I'm just saying like I that I actually vibe with. So if you so, didn't get put on the album, that doesn't mean he doesn't like you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah, it, it, uh, like I said, that's what and that's what uh, the dash one is. See, 1981 dash one means there's going to be a dash two. See what I'm saying? Okay. So and then there's going to be a dash three. So okay, yeah, and as you move mixtape, on, you can pull mixtape. more people in. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So uh, we're getting close to not the end, but the minimal time we like to run these. How? When is the actual mixtape slash album going to be available to the general public? Um, 
I'm looking towards. Uh, I I was thinking like New Year's, okay. but I was also I was also thinking about making it like a Christmas present. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Okay, coming out on Christmas. All right, you so it'll be out in a couple of months here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll uh, be out, be out in a few select places. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, coming up off a week to week budget. You know what I'm saying? Strength to strength. I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna show the world how to how to how to make it happen with a week to week budget. Word you life. Now, where so, will people be able to get it at? Um, everybody can get it from SoundCloud. Okay. Uh, Is there a specific definitely, link? Definitely there? from SoundCloud. Huh? What's the address or what's the uh, link? I, I haven't I haven't posted it yet. Oh, okay. So a, you'll have to post it to get the URL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whenever, okay. whenever, uh, whenever I put it up, I'll go ahead. That's when I'm gonna send it out. That's why I say it's probably gonna be around Christmas. I I drop that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, but I'm I'm about to start doing some promotion now, as far as like you know, hanging posters, letting people see okay. my face, building up uh, the hype. Direct, yeah, building the hype, directing them towards my page. Uh, about to start doing some videos. Uh, by the way, me and you, that song that we did with Dustin, we got to do a video for that because that, that is a killer. My, Must. Look, every time every time we're in the car, man, and the kids listening to uh, the CD, when that song comes on, they shouting and, and singing. You hear me? It's a hit, bro. What up with you? Yeah, they, they shouting and singing, man. They know that song front to back. That's a hit. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, next question. How can people get in contact with you what uh so far as facebook instagram twitter uh what are all those handles so if somebody wants to reach out they've never heard of geno maze they want to hit your website maybe listen to some older stuff kind of research how can they uh, get in contact with you that's google me geno maze google if you pop in geno maze everything should pop up uh facebook up. soundcloud twitter uh youtube um Everything, everything will pop up. The sound and my SoundCloud got all of my uh, songs from like two thousand three. Oh, wow! You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like not all of them, but it's the majority of them. It's a couple albums, you know what I'm saying? From two thousand three, uh, it's got all of me and Skunk stuff. Got some of Skunk sing, uh, solo projects. Um, everything's on there. Okay. Everything is on. Yeah, all I want to do an episode for Skunk too, like a commemorative episode. You know, just to play the music yeah. and talk about the memories, too. That's a little side note. Okay. Um, now, also, you are a producer and an engineer. Uh, can mm-hmm. we can we talk about that? And can we talk about how an artist or manager can get in contact with you if they have an artist who needs to get some studio time? And what, and what all services do you offer in that arena? Uh, I make beats. Um, I engineer. Uh, do you record also? I do a really. I do. Yeah, that's that's what the engineer. I okay. do. Um, I do. Uh, I re- I do a really good mix. To okay. Where, you know, I've I've had uh, our, uh people from labels, um, uh, different producers and, and everybody asking me uh, who masters your stuff, man. Who masters? I said nobody masters. I just put my little mix on it and make it sound like it. I, I know. I know a little trick that uh, that's pretty much doing all they do. So, boom! Uh, I can make it sound good. I make, make it, sound it sound good. good. Like you see that. that I mean, you think about it, bro. Is is as long as it's clear and it sounds good. 
You in there. You in there. And really, a lot, of, a lot of stuff that I hear people, like you'll hear like the Soldier Boys and the Chief Keiths, those original songs that blow them up on the internet aren't produced very well, you know? And I think the listener is really wanting to hear a more authentic and genuine sounding sound coming from the artist. I think they would rather hear that than hearing something that is overproduced or mass produced or over connected. So my call was dropped. Let me accept that. Hello? Hello? Yeah, we're back. Um, yeah, it dropped the call, but I, I kept talking through it, so it's smooth. There's no breaks in it. I was just saying how I feel like a lot of the uh, kids out there like the gritty sound sometimes of the the not million dollar master so, music. I yeah. think that, that's appealing to them at times. Man, you would be amazed what 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 people like. Yeah, like, like people always like. I'm a, I'm gonna go to like skills and. And for instance, there's you know a, a, a certain artist that I record. And, you know he done did a, did a few shows, uh, been promoting himself. Uh, he's actually uh, gaining a little following. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't sound so appealing. You feel what I'm saying? Half the time you probably wouldn't even understand what he's saying. But I told him I said, look, I said. Uh, you got an interesting way of, of putting it down, but you get across what you want to say. You know what I'm saying? And there is a market for you. Regardless of what anybody thinks uh, about anything, how could how could one person say that this is shitty? This sounds shitty. This don't sound good. Yeah, how could anybody art. say that? Because that's what I'm saying. Art and artist, somebody's art artist subjective. So, just like you look at pictures on the wall, half exactly. of them, you see something that looks like a, a, a fucking beautiful ass picture. You know, it's clear you can you can see what it is. Then you got this other picture that's just a bunch of shit look like a, a three year old did it. it. But that's beautiful art. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That's 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 how music is. Music is the same way. And it's the same way. <laughs> it's the same way. That's why I, I can't really. I've like you know you know me, bro. I've old school hip hop to the to this day. Yeah. But I've I've come to learn and and love and understand their artistry. You know what I'm saying? Like even like Young Thug, like Young Thug. I I don't like half of the shit he do or talk about or what he represent, but it's his artistry. He found a way to connect to the world and let and the world loved him for it. You know, some of the world loved him for it. Yeah, and I don't. I don't necessarily I'm not on board with his persona, but I do like some of his delivery just because it's interesting and it's refreshing because your it's, brain's not used exactly. to hearing it. So it's like, OK, because, exactly. you know, if you go with some old school hip hop, it's like I'm used to hearing those cadences, those rhyme <laughs> schemes, the way they come at them. Uh-huh. So, you know, when he come on there, like, Boo, go you know, it's just like, oh, that <laughs> shit sounds kind of different, you know. And I feel like it's uh, I feel like he's pretty much is just doing what Little Wayne did with some embellishment though. But yeah. um, Man, but, you know, but it is different you know, and fresh. Um, I was talking with a with a guy that I'm making a beat for, man. And you know what he said to me, dude from Miami. He said, um, nowadays what all music is is just free expression. Is is really no, you ain't gotta really have no 
content behind it. No uh, message. No, no, no message, no train of thought behind it. It's just everybody just because you, you, you can see it, bro. But I, I record people, so I see it all day, every day. Everybody is freestyling. They're just freestyling. So everything that you, everything pretty much that you hear that's coming out of anywhere nowadays, everybody is freestyling. So it's not like they're coming in. Because you remember when we used to do it, we were like, this is the name of the song. This is what the song is about. Yeah. This is it's how many bars you exactly. have. Let's see who can write the yep. greatest verse. Now yep. it's just like they just rap. They just rap. They just, they just rap. rap. That's that's what music is these days. It's all just it's just free expression. Yeah, that's they come uh, in. Yeah. It's that's what I'm saying. See, that's when you get to uh, the content of you know what's being pushed out there because nine times out of ten, I, I tell you the the majority of everybody's. Uh, 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 free expression is about it's like in a battle mode. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody, everybody, when tends to get like not people who who think conscious, conscious, but everybody who you know live that lifestyle, that uh, yeah. that street lifestyle. All they, all they, their mentality is about is is battle, 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 battle. They fight and fight and fight and fight. So I, that's why you hear. Oh, I got these two twenty threes and this this chopper, the yapper, and all that. You know, I'm sleeping with the yapper. That's all you hear about because, especially when they freestyle, because that's they train a they they train a thought only can go so far when when they're thinking quick. And you I know guess what I'm saying? so. They my question is: Do you feel like some people are just flossing, or do you feel like some people are just living in a situation to where they're surviving? So it's like I was like I'm fucking surviving. So it's like I'm almost like living like a well, wild animal lifestyle like i'm fucking surviving well, out here this shit is not guaranteed so when they go to spit all they really know how to get out is i'm surviving don't fuck with me i got this big ass yeah. gun i'm trying to get this See, money nah, i'm trying to fuck okay. these chicks which all really deals nah. with survival and procreation it's like i want yeah. money to survive i want guns to survive i want a badass bitch so uh -huh. i can procreate so my genetics uh -huh. can survive so it's almost like base instincts but it's coming out through hip hop on a trap ghetto yep. level. But when it's like when you psycho examine yep. what they're talking about, it's just really I feel like I can die at any moment. So I got to tell motherfuckers yep. how crazy I am and how big my uh -huh, gun I is. I feel like I could die any moment. Uh -huh. So I got to get all this money right now. I feel like I could die any moment. So I'm finna fuck this chicken bust uh -huh. off in there because if I die tomorrow, uh -huh. at least I have a kid, you know, left behind. Uh -huh. And I, I can relate to that because you remember in the 90s, they told us we wasn't going to make it to 25. We'd be dead or in jail yep. by 25. People don't fucking get that, man. Like, I be talking to these people in the world and I'm like, bro, you don't understand the fucking psychological shit you have to get over when you sit in a classroom with multicultural people and they show pictures of your ancestors in fucking chains and nobody else's uh -huh. ancestors get shown in chains. That's so fucking embarrassing. And you got to go through yep. that. Then you out in the world dealing with that. And then motherfuckers are giving you statistics, acting like you, your group is the group of people who are on welfare when that's not the statistics. And your group is the most homicidal when that's not the statistics. And it's like all this mental conditioning now. And that's coming from me and you. And we grew up in pretty okay households. Now, I just think uh -huh. about the person that grew up in the projects to where when they went home, it was still kind of fucked up because when we went home, it was like we had a very, I mean, especially you, we had a very structured home life. You know, we uh -huh. had excellent grandparents, you know, excellent grandparents. 
like fucking yeah. role model citizens to anybody. So we had people yeah. to look up to. You know, your granddad was like a, a the biggest, my biggest role model to this day. Like that was a man. You know, he was a man. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I think and one of my songs I say that. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like today these kids don't have their role models are the rappers where the the rappers to yeah. us were cool people but my role model was your granddaddy my grandmama your grandmama our mamas our aunties like these are the people who i'm looking up to and they all work and have jobs and houses and shit and you know the culture is cool uh-huh. but i'm not trying to fucking go to jail bro i'm not cut out for that you know and what trips me out is how do people rap about that shit if you don't live it? Like, I couldn't get up on stage and talk nah. about selling dope and trapping. I would feel like a clown because it's like, man, I don't fucking do this shit. See, I, I smoke weed. I can talk about smoking weed all day. Matter of fact. <laughs> I can talk about that all day. But the other shit, what? it's not happening. It's not but yeah, uh, you had asked, you know, uh, like I said, I I see a lot of people coming in, and they give that they give that flow, but you can also tell the ones who really live that lifestyle who don't. I've I've seen a few that are wild and and uh, uh, come to the studio with fifteen guns and there's only three of them in there. Like, what, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've seen a few uh, who came to my studio, and, and 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 years later, they done they part of the murdering chain. They murdering people. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't seen a few. Uh, wow. Uh, but and I also have seen a few that's you know still in high school. Uh, uh, the parents bring them in there, and and they talking about trapping and toting guns and they getting good grades in school you know what i'm saying like that's that's it's cool to talk talk about that wow and they're doing this in front of their parents yeah some of them in front and some of their parents be like yeah 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 yeah, that shit cool yeah my son sounds great you know yeah your your son sounds like a fucking bethune because to be honest with you because he not knowing okay like (laughs) His untrained mind is talking about something that he doesn't even do. Now, what if he was to blow up and then he'd be America's icon and everybody looking at him for being a big trap? You know what that reminds me of? What's that? Uh, what that is? CB4. CB4. <laughs> that's, that's truly what it is, bro. I see it's a lot of CB4s out here. It's a lot of Gusto's out there. A lot of Gusto. A lot of Gusto. Um, but hey, man, I got to get in here and take a shower and get ready to pick up the kids. So let's do but, it all one more know, time. If somebody wants to get in touch with you for the album, production, music, <laughs> anything like that, how can they find you? Uh, Facebook. Facebook will be the best way. Or you can email me at genomaze, uh at Gmail. Okay. Say um, that one more time because the connection got shaky. Gino Mays at Gmail, G E N O M A Y S at gmail.com. Okay, uh, and how do you spell the Facebook look, handle? Uh, it's uh, Gino Mays, G E N O M A Y S. You look me up, you'll see me. Uh, 
those are the only two ways that I actually could communicate. Um, I, I, I'm trying to stay off a bunch of sites, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just, and just promote one or two, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't yeah. trying to be on a bunch of, bunch of sites like that. Uh, cause that, that takes the focus off of one, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And so uh, want, instead of having, if I, if I get a million views, I want my million views to go to one site instead of, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to spread it across. Okay. So you have yeah. a heavier concentration in one place. Yep. Okay. And, uh, do you have any shows or anything coming up? Uh, no, nah, I ain't got no shows coming up. I, I've been trying to, uh, stay out of doing shows until people know my shit. Okay. Okay. Word up. You know, I, I want I, when I when I do my shows, I want people to know my shit. And I want them to be up there vibing with me. Ain't I mean, bro? I, I've had a couple of shows and people uh, never heard any of my stuff and they've been vibing because the music is just that good. But I want everybody to be vibing. Yeah, you feel me? I want this to yeah. be a show, that show yeah. of all show. And just Man, rock I want their no local shit. I, I don't want people to look at me like I'm another local nigga. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, and a lot of that is yeah. just getting up there and ripping the stage into little pieces and making faces fall off, you know. Yeah. Because sometimes, I mean, I mean and I'm gonna do practice. a whole episode on stage presence and stuff like that because just playing with uh, Bo digitally, my first guest, I learned a lot about uh-huh. stage presence, positioning, just crowd control and dynamics, body dynamics, body movement. We're gonna do an episode on that too, but um, chickity check. Gotta um get on to some other shit here. So everybody out there, get up with Gino Mays, holla at them, Google them, Facebook Gino Mays. Y'all heard the email. I'm gonna put links on the page along with some uh maybe samples off the new mixtape if that's okay, and some old stuff and some videos. So come check us out. Word up. Well, truth tellers, there you have it. Episode two, The Real Gino Maze. Man, that was a good one. We got deep into it. I definitely appreciate Gino taking the time out of his busy day to come and talk to us and just vibe out and explain, you know, his point of view and his perspective. Uh, Again, everybody, go immediately to iTunes and subscribe. Tell Me the Truth by Sunny Days. Also, come to the website www.tellmethetruth.podcast.com You can subscribe there via FeedBurner. Check us out. We got tons of uh, products, information. Only got two episodes, but check those out too. Uh, and don't forget about episode one, Attack of the Font with Bo Digitally. All right, I'm going to leave some pictures, videos, and links for Gino Mays up on the episode page on the website. And other than that, people, I'm going to leave y'all with a little piece of advice. 
If you can't tell the truth, don't talk about it. One. Outside of my house, business is the first priority. Checking for property, trying to buy a majority. Put food on my kids' plate, pay all of my grandma bills. Funded my mama's help, strengthened my brother's will. See all of America, take my wife on the voyage. Saving up, gotta go beat. When I house with a courtyard. Lazy niggas don't